What would you do if you got scammed? Would you suffer in silence or would you do something about it? Well, I got scammed once and this is the story of what I did. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, a true crime podcast from The Ringer. And for seven episodes, we're hunting a con man, a guy with a lot of aliases, a guy who's ruined a lot of weddings. And with the help of some friends, I just might be able to catch him. Listen to The Wedding Scammer starting October 17th. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Just the, oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast. Cheap Heat is back on this Tuesday, October 10th. Uh, WWE Fastlane is in the books. Tonight, the war to settle the score. The brawl to settle it all. NXT versus AEW Dynamite. I'm sure, oh, SG- man. I'm sure SGG has... Things to say. I saw him. I saw him trying to shoot down this um, this whole concept last week. So no, you we'll didn't. Get into that. No, you didn't. 
Well, no, you didn't. Let, let's start right there. Let's start right well, there. Well, yeah, let, well, I'm just setting the table first, okay? Let's set the table. Set the table. So, my bad, my bad, my bad. So that's, I know, you're excited. Uh, so I set the table <laughs> with that. We'll talk about the things that happened at uh, Fastlane, some other news, uh, uh, some returns, some fun things. Um, also definitely want to give a, a shout out this week as we get things started. I saw one of the Peckerheads um, sent Natalie a message um, expressing their their well wishes and uh, hopes that Natalie's family in Israel is doing well. And uh, we I, we certainly appreciated that. And uh, so far, we've heard that everything with her family appears to be OK, which is uh, nice. Obviously, this entire okay week has been really hard for a lot of people and we certainly send our love and thoughts in a sincere way not just not generically real love and thoughts to everybody um in that region israeli palestinian and anyone who just happens to be there um love right now because it is a, a really scary and crazy time and i was obviously gone this weekend <clears throat> in indianapolis when everything uh started happening so it's been um been really upsetting, challenging for everybody. You get to see SUG the the worst. You just get to see the pure worst of social media during times like this. Like, yeah, I hate that aspect of social media where a global crisis is going on, and then suddenly everyone becomes the expert in that thing, and they feel the need to not just comment with this quote unquote new level of expertise that they have, but then tell everybody else what their feelings and comments should also be on this topic and how to move forward on this topic when you can't really distill, you cannot distill this into a, a tweet or like a 10 minute viral video or the things that people have been doing. Bro, people couldn't do that do even if it was a not serious topic. Like even if the topic was, you know, wrestling, okay? I feel like even when the topic's wrestling, people are not giving enough nuance. Now you want to go on to a conflict, you know, older than time itself and try to weigh in. I've seen every version of it that's just so brutal. And growing up to a household, Israel's very important in my house. The feelings on Israel's politics have evolved a lot as times have changed in my house. I've been hearing about it literally since birth. My first trip to Israel was when I was four years old. And I have what I believe to be a limited understanding of the entire <laughs> situation. That's me. That's me. Like I literally, even with absorbing it for 44 years and being there, now marrying an Israeli, I still feel I have limited knowledge. And your father's one of the smartest people. men in the topic and just in general. Walking planet. Oh, yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that. And I agree. And I I'm trying my best. <laughs> To make him proud with what I say, but like it's it's crazy. And so, you know, the thing, obviously, we are not going to do an entire show about this subject. Uh, and we are going to be, because I know a lot of people are affected, uh, something to distract you for an hour. But I will say that I was super upset that it seemed uh, I didn't feel totally safe in my sort of sphere that, you know, I didn't feel totally safe to express my sorrow about what happened in Israel on Saturday. I felt like expressing my sorrow got me shouted down into a political conversation about the Israeli government. And I really felt like when you're talking about innocent people 
just being slaughtered, you should have the room to express sorrow over that without any further conversation. Um, And then we can have further conversation afterwards. Yeah. And in your defense too, and I know I say this a lot when it comes to my own takes about AEW and like more trivial topics, but the people who shouted you down are the people who just have not been listening to you, (laughs) what you had to say about the other topic that they were trying to change the conversation to. Like which that makes is the it most so, frustrating which SUG makes it more, um, it makes you want to, your head to explode. I commented something on one of Ebro's posts yesterday and they, and they immediately are going, but you guys have never spoken on this issue. I'm like, <laughs> we yeah. literally speak on this more than any other morning. You will not find a morning show in America. Maybe any show of any kind, save a news channel that has talked about this and talked about it with more empathy for everyone. Like you'll never find it anywhere. And so, nope. I'm like, if we can't even get, so there's nothing to even say to you. Like, there's no like, conversation to be had. The posts are still up from you and Ebro. I mean, and I say posts in the general sense, right? Like Instagram, Twitter every social media and i know both of your views having never had this conversation with either one of you because i see the post <laughs> exactly exactly so it's like anybody who takes the <laughs> anybody who has actually listened to what you have to say would never turn around and say oh well do you well criticize the israeli government now like do like the whataboutism especially in a situation like this where we're just talking about innocent civilians um israeli and palestinian like you said like you've always said. Yeah, it's um re- it's really really frustrating, man. Um and then and then on the other side, I know someone I know someone who converted to Judaism 5 minutes ago. Literally converted to Judaism 5 minutes ago. Led an entire life not Jewish, not looking Jewish, no Jewish name, no Jewish family. Decided they liked Judaism, converted, cool, that's great. Good for you. And now is weighing in on this topic like it affects them the same way that it affects people who have actually been living it their entire lives. And that bothered me, too. And then telling people <laughs> how they should feel and calling people all types of anti-Semitic this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're not in the position to be doing yeah. that. Like, then you see people posting up flags who aren't from a country. It's just so much flag waving when really the only a sign you need to be putting up as a peace sign. Like if you're, especially if you're on the outside and you're really, you're really an outsider on the situation, observing it. I really just think you put up a peace sign, prayer hands and and keep it moving. Um, I just don't see what the advantage is. I'm seeing people at rallies and protests. Give me a prayer vigil right now. This, this is prayer vigil time. This is not um, rally and protest time. That's how I see it. I'm sure some people are going to be offended by what I've said, even though I didn't say anything uh, unjust about anyone. Someone will still say I'm in some way letting someone down. Because you comment. But again, that's what makes the whole were, thing feel like black. too harsh or it, you weren't harsh enough. <laughs> that's correct. Be. My, my comments, it's the same as, yo, man, I'm either truly the worst or the best. Because when I tell you my comments that I get on social media are hate from opposite sides in back-to-back tweets. That must mean I'm doing this really bad or really, really well because (laughs) it is back-to-back. One person, how dare you? You don't care about Palestinians. Next one, you sell out. You're not even a Jew. I'm like, oh, this is, I got to be. 
I, I yeah. got to be goaded for this. I must yeah. be. So, um, anyways, th- that's that's been a lot this week, and uh, I hope that everyone listening is, is doing all right, and your family, friends, uh, wherever they may be, are doing all right. And SUG, it brings us to the much more trivial and wonderful world of pro wrestling. Um, I had a great time in Indy. Most first things first, let's get to the important stuff. Yes, I went to St. Elmo's Steakhouse, and yes, the shrimp cocktail was slamming. Let me be real right now. Just so everybody understands, and and don't worry, Troy, I'm going to make sure you get this quality bomb drop. For some of the greatest shrimp cocktail the world has ever seen. Um, I recommend it strongly. You know what it seems like? It seems like they just take the uh, standard cocktail sauce. If I was to guess, they're taking the standard cocktail sauce and they are mixing it with an obscene amount of horseradish. Um, To my Jews out there, think about it like really (laughs) intense red maror on passover it's woo i mean you're not literally you take a bite and you're like this woo while you're eating it <laughs> um it will clear your sinuses out it was delightful it was so good that i went uh, i went night i went night 1 right you went <laughs> friday, friday night. night i went with a friend of ours yeah with a friend of ours from WWE had ourselves a delightful meal some steak i got the ribeye Got that. We got some potatoes, some cream spinach, a delicious old fashioned, had a proper gentleman's meal. And then Saturday, when I did my standard post PLE hangout with the um, gang from the kickoff show that included Booker, Kayla and Jackie, I hit up Jackie. This was, of course, Natalie's idea. Natalie was like, you should go back. I was like, you know what? You're not. I I will. (laughs) And I I hit them. I hit them up. I, I said, do you guys do takeout? They said, well, we do takeout for the shrimp cocktail. I said, say less. Oh. And I texted Jackie and Kayla, and I said, they had. I made it back before them. I said, on your way back, just stop by that St. Elmo Steakhouse. It, the order's already done under my name. And we ran it back. Rewind, selecta. <laughs> so anyone going to Indianapolis, uh, make sure you check it out. Also ran into uh, Indian, Indianapolis' own. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers. Oh, yeah. Lovely guy. T-shirt collector, uh, a purchaser through a wrestling for sale, Ted. Uh, we ran into each other, had a nice little chat. Lovely, say, lovely gentleman. He seems like a great guy. Oh, no, no. Not only is he a great guy, but guess what? He's coming up right after O'Shea Jackson Jr. We now have O'Shea in the pipeline of people who can jump on cheap eat. Tyrese Halliburton is in. He's in. Nah, let me know when he comes on. I need to be there. Mm. Yeah, SGG. SGG is always down to hang out with a good crossover star talking pro wrestling. That's what I'm learning about SGG oh, yeah. very quickly. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, I feel like, And too- you know, Dipperstein, Dipperstein doesn't care because he only wants to hear from one crossover star himself. <laughs> yes, right. That's right. Just him. It's just him. If, if Dip could interview himself, I think he'd do it. Uh, pff, you kidding me? If we could interview Dip and Dip participate on the interview of himself, I think he could do it. I think we should do it. By the way, it's a great idea. Dip sitting down with Dip. It's a very WWE-like kind of <laughs> thing is. to do. It is. 
By the way, it, well, our Jew World Order, man, I got to tell you, y'all are something else. The whole, the whole bunch of you. What, what do we do? I can't believe. I cannot believe yesterday when I found that picture from the Firefly Funhouse that I posted. I sent it to our group and no one responded. It's it's one of the best wrestling pictures I think I have. Listen, and it's I top just stumbled five for on sure. it on my phone. Not, not a comment. No one even said cool pick. I didn't even no one double tapped it. I didn't get a, an exclamation. Zach didn't say anything. No bad joke from Goldstein. Listen, it was just me, a minute later, Shoemaker sent a random tweet from Tony Khan. Like, what are we doing? Me <laughs> in, in defense of me and I Zach, mean, I don't know. I don't know what everybody else is doing, but me and Zach like the IG post though that was posted 14 hours earlier. It wasn't 14 hours earlier, it was like 14 minutes earlier. <laughs> oh, it was 14 hours from today, to from back. right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly like the IG post in our defense. It's a fire picture. Even Troy, who doesn't even know what's going on, Brian, Brian Waters. Did you see this picture that I posted? Oh, oh God no! Darn it. Oh, my I mean, goodness. Just say yes. Just say yes. Because he I'm already not described. He already described the pick. It's him. He said him. Firefly oh. Funhouse. Extreme Rules last year. He gave you all the info that you. You just say yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. You know who I can count on? You know who posted on it? Who I can always count on? The mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Oh, Jimmy, what did he say? What did he do? Jimmy said, no, he might have just liked. Jimmy just liked. But by the no. way, but by the way, Jim, Jimmy commented on my previous post, which was me talking in detail about the uh, Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Jimmy Hart's like, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. What did Jimmy, Jimmy was say? like, really well said, baby. Really well said. <laughs> Thanks for that nuance, baby. You're really weighing in on an important topic well. Yo. Nah, Jimmy so, Hart. Jimmy, shout out to Jimmy Hart. You got to tell Jimmy that when he posts a comment on IG, the first thing he needs to do is post a megaphone emoji, then post a comment, then post another megaphone emoji to close it out. We need the By megaphone. The way, he can't just he can't just bless us with words. He, we need the megaphones. But this. he does sometimes throw up the megaphones. I believe he does sometimes throw up the megaphone. No, he needs to throw up the megaphone. But you're right. It needs to be before. And, it needs to be before and ever. Yeah, before and after everyone is really the way to go. Because I can only hear you like this, Jimmy. Exactly. I don't even know what he his real voice nice sounds like. Man. I only hear the megaphone. By the, we should, you, should we just get him on a random episode and just do like an hour with Jimmy Hart? I mean, like, why not? Yeah. What are we like? He's been, he's been around like, for I mean, forever. He's done everything. He's seen it all. He's got the stories. He's done it all. Yeah. We he's could ask him about everything. We could man. ask him about, about Hogan, Brett, uh, WWE in the 80s, WCW in the 90s. He's done everything. Well, I mean, Queen, Queen Sherry, uh, Bobby Heenan, Young Vince, uh, Andy Kaufman, Jerry Lawler. I just, I just remember Jerry Lawler was in my dream last night. Oh God! Did he punch you or did you punch him? Or was there a pile driver? No, 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 no fight. We're on good terms. Me and Jerry, me and Jerry were a okay. Hey, by, by the way, I don't think did we mention like three months ago when they were in Memphis and after the show brought Lawler out? No. Yeah, I think I think maybe there wasn't anything that they he was going to do like on the microphone. So I think because it was just like you know wave and and come out there, but. You know, it, it it was. I heard it was really great to see him, and he was around for a while in the building and spent some time. So, 
I, I don't know whether we'll ever get Jerry on TV again or not in a real way, but um, it was it was great to hear that he was around, man. For for all the different back and forths me and Jerry have had over the years, um, what a what a wrestling treasure that man is. I mean, you you say whatever you want, but when you really think about the all time great talents in terms of really everything, I mean, you're talking about in ring fantastic, on the mic fantastic, Booker. Um, commentator that the guy's run has just been, oh by the way amazing artist I've asked him before I've tried to get art from him um, yeah that's the that's the most just an underrated artist. wild crazy thing and that he can draw he can sketch up anything beautifully oh it's amazing man I'm gonna drop him a text right now so so tell me this uh, SGG okay. uh, what were your takeaways from Fastlane I cannot believe that Judgment Day dropped the titles and that Damian Priest did not cash in. Because when they dropped the titles, I thought to myself, okay, for sure, Damian Priest is going to cash in. It's a last man standing match. He's just going to have to pick the bones. Um, that'll be the easy part. But there was no cash in. But Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes now have probably shot to the top of my list of favorite tag teams. Definitely favorite random tag teams of this person and that person, they jumped straight to the top. Oh, it's a strong random tag team. You know, by the way, it was yeah. really funny. I was going over my, um, I was going over the show on Saturday. And at one spot in the, in the sheets, it said Jay and Cody versus, uh, oh, but God, now I, now I can't remember the order. Who did Jay and Cody have again? Judgment Day, Finn Balor and uh, Damian Priest. They, J, Jay and Cody had Jay and Cody had Judgment Day. It said Jay and Cody versus Bloodline in the thing, <laughs> and it it was just a random you know someone had just literally written in the spot. Everyone else spotted it right away. They're like, "Don't worry, in the next one it'll be gone." Mistake. But I'm like, it's hilarious that someone did that because I have not been able, as you could tell, I keep losing track of which random babyface tag team has which solidified heel tag team. <laughs> right. Because that's it was the it was literally the exact same thing. It was like you had two teams with a couple of stars thrown together. Now there's a little bit more. And no, it's kind of equal. I mean, honestly, LA Knight and Cena now have a little bit of history going back a month. And yep. Cody and Jay have a history going back around the same amount of time. So it's it really is kind of the exact same thing. Um, yeah, it started on the exact worry, same night the, show. the last PLE. Um, they yep, bumped exactly. up to a tag team match. So, um, yeah, shouts to uh, Jay and Cody, who now have the tag titles. How was the match last night against Sammy and KO? I mean, just generally speaking, how would you rate this match? I would rate it pretty high. It was a, it was an intense, uh, fun match. Um, it was That match was interesting, too, because I was watching it very closely, uh, waiting for the heel turn that never came, because earlier in the night, when Sammy interrupted Cody and uh, Jay's promo, his heel music played, and I was like, "Uh oh, is this some foreshadowing? Is something gonna come later?" But um, but no, his regular music hit for the main event, and then I'm told that on Hulu, um, they edited it with his regular music and the crowd doing the oh, so it was just a mistake that the live crowd uh, got the old music with the heel. Um, the heel beat on it, but um, but the match was by the way. was a lot of fun. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't remove uh, some of the biggest news from the weekend, of course, that you know on this show how we take it. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Now, I got to say something. You know what cool is? You're looking. What are we doing? Yeah. You got to go with the classic, man. Nothing beats me. So, so Carlito is back. He is full-time. As you know, here on Cheap Heat, we've been waiting for this for... Basically, the entire time Cheap Eats existed. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Like, I have been waiting for this for years. And then how about this, guys? When it actually eventually happened that Carlito Where came back. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting literally next to him. We were sitting together talking when he signed his contract to return full time. You got to <laughs> love that story. Yeah. That's a that's a full. He didn't even know. I, I'm going to tell him. We're I, I believe we're going to have him on the show on Friday, and I'm going to tell Carlito that I was I was tickled to get to be there. He's signing a piece of paper, and I go, I go, hey, is that uh, is that paperwork for tonight, or you know, for a little little longer? He was like, oh no, I'm, I'm going to be around for a while. I was like, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. I, I said, you know what I, yeah, I said, you know what I say to when I hear that? I say this. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Well, so why did they change the music? And do you think that's a personal? Do you think that's a permanent change? It sounded like they had a permanent song already made. Yeah, I think it's a permanent change. I don't know why they would have changed the music. It's it's absurd. The only reason I feel like you changed that music is if Bad Bunny had a remix or something, and then we dropped that on the people. But like a random new theme yeah i don't know that i just needed that it's yeah i don't know that i needed that either nothing beats the classic theme man yeah I, anyways i don't know I, I hopefully the song turns out good he has a new shirt do you see he was wearing a new shirt carlito as well sgg yeah hopefully it flies off the shelves i mean it's not listen the apple the original blue apple shirt psh, banger the yellow apple shirt with do you spit or swallow on the back banger <laughs> that one needs to make a comeback um but yeah i don't know if i see that i don't know if i see that one uh i don't know if i see that one coming back um seth and and shinsuke appear to be done seth gets another win on shinsuke and now it appears like we're heading for seth and uh and drew let me ask you this sgg do you believe given the way that the story played out and the, how good the matches were that shinsuke nakamura is in a much elevated position relative to where he was i think i won't say much elevated 
he is elevated, right? He comes across as more ruthless, more dangerous, um, more fierce. His move set comes across as much more devastating. Um, but he didn't win the title. I, I so it definitely threat. elevated him a little bit. But I think if they were looking for like much more elevated and serious threat uh, or a credible heel, I think they give him the title. Especially after, because this whole premise of this feud was Seth is a broken man and you couldn't break the already broken man. You couldn't just break his back and put him on the shelf after saying you were going to target him the whole time. Seriously, make him humble. Take his title. Yeah. Break his back, then bleep his ass, as Iron Sheik <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. R.I.P. to Iron You know what I mean? Yeah. R.I.P. to Sheiky, baby. Oh. Speaking of which. That's the cheap heat. Thank you. Needed to be said. All right, SGG, um, let's move on. Uh, uh, last thing I want to say about Fastlane. They ended up just doing the straight up, you know, uh, LA Knight. Well, no, two things I want to ask you about. LA Knight and Cena go over. They have a legitimate, happy celebration at the end. Where do you think we go next with LA Knight and John Cena? Anywhere? I think no, I think the two of them are gonna go in separate directions. Um, but at least for LA Knight, they kept making a point to make it seem like he's he's the next big thing. They gave him that that vehicle entrance, they had the crowd pop for that. He came out, uh he raised Cena's hand, which is a thing we've seen Cena do a number of times when legends came back and they interacted with Cena, was Cena was the one who showed respect to them um in that position. Uh, they saved the hot tag and the big spot for him at the end. Um, he worked like four minutes, but the crowd was hot the entire time. So I think they're trying to put LA Knight in that spot of being one of the big baby faces in the company, not just on the show um, SmackDown, but in the company. So I think they're going to get him away from Cena for him to be able to do that and shine on his own. Um, I, they do make a real point to call LA Knight the... What are they? The, the hottest superstar in WWE? Yeah, I think they call him the megastar. No, I, they, I don't think they say megastar anymore. I think they now just say the hottest superstar in WWE. It was megastar. Or, and I think megastar is gone. I could be wrong. Either way, they're giving him a lot. Yeah. A lot. And look, he's running with it, man. Like the crowd, um, the crowd is eating it up. Yeah, I mean, they, they they seem very in right now. I'm so curious about where it goes with LA Knight. This story is fascinating to watch. I think Dip's hatred has only made it more intense and fun to watch for all of us. Um, yes, and also, what do you do now with what do you do now with Bobby and and the Street Profits? Obviously, when we talked about their match, we talked about the return of Carlito, um, which who proved to be the difference in that match. But did they prove anything to Bobby Lashley? And like. Can we just make up our minds, SGG, on what we're doing with the Street Profits? Because, like, I, I just feel like so many times the Street Profits are poised to do something interesting and they end up getting stalled out in some way. Yeah. I don't think they've proven their point to Bobby Lashley or they've proven that they have what it takes. I think, but I don't think that they need to separate either. I think that the Street Profits need to show a little bit more of an edge. Or I think that Bobby thinks that the Street Profits need to show a little bit more of an edge and prove something more to him that they can, you know, be ruthless and take it where it needs to go. And I think the group overall is missing just one thing. And I don't know what that is or maybe who that is, but I think one more tweak 
would bring it all together and then uh, bring out the best in the three of them, or maybe the four or five of them if they add add other people to the group. I just wanted I just want a commitment to what the character is, and 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 I'll be real. I really want to see what true heel Montez Ford looks like. I really do. I just think he could be so good, man. Like as as awesome as his powers are as a good guy, wouldn't you be so curious to see how that that his style and personality rolls out as a bad guy? Cuz like as good as his tools are, picturing that humor and how good he is with his words instead of kind of being generic happy fun guy, like him as a badass who's also able to show off about his skills. I don't know, man. That just seems like I, Please don't let him ever be John Cena where we don't get to see this. I think they have to lean in to Montez Ford as the bad guy. Because like you said, fans are curious. And more importantly, he's capable, right? He is charismatic. And he has that thing that if he leans into it in one way, it can be incredibly effective as a babyface, as we've seen. And if he leans into it in another way, that it comes off as very douchey, very pompous and exactly what you would want out of a bad guy. And um, not to lay this comparison at his feet, it's a it's a very, very big shoes to fill, but it is very Dwayne The Rock Johnson-esque in the way that it's not much that changes, but when you no, present it No, but it's just enough. And, and if you do it right, which he will, he's going to come back more over as a baby face than he's ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are going to love him so much for being such a dick. Like I bet he could do it. So, and this is the sweetest guy. I mean, I've never, I've never literally seen the guy act like a dick for two seconds, but I'm just so confident. He's good looking, incredibly athletic, incredibly, uh, he's just a smooth talker, smart guy. Like it's all there. Cool. Naturally yeah. cool. Yeah. Like Carlito, if you will. Um, also, we didn't take a moment, SGG. Do you realize? I mean, I'm not. I know I've put myself over already once today, but I, I just want everyone to know what I'm putting myself over. It. This is just gratitude because you never know when this ride is going to come to an end. And I'm just so grateful for this run. And I know you guys have all been so supportive of this run. I've gotten to have it. WWE doing these shows. Do you realize that this is the first moment Jade Cargill was ever on WWE programming in a real way? Here we go. Meeting the big man. Wow. Man, the superstar energy off the charts. Jade Cargill and Triple H as I live and breathe. You with me? First time on screen. Got to call Jade Cargill walking in. Yeah, that's and, incredible. Am I, I the only one who thought that was her gear? I realize now that she was just Hilarious. probably her silver bro. Beyonce metallic best, but I thought she was showing up ready to work. No, no, bro. While your internet was just bugging out, me and Brian were talking. I, how about this? Step further. I said to her, is that your gear? She was like, <laughs> oh, no. She was like, this is just an outfit. And I was like, okay. That, <laughs> I, I guess that was just her Renaissance tour best. because I, I, thought- I mean, even at the Renaissance tour, SUG, that would be uh, a bit of a head turner. She had full boots they i mean they looked they weren't wrestling boots but the way they like 
They were wrestling boots of Jace. And then right. full leg into tights. It looked, it, looked, it looked like gear. It looked like gear. It year. looked like gear. Let me just say this. If you showed up to pick up your girl and she was wearing that to go to the club, you'd be like, wait, are we stopping so you can have a wrestling match on the way? Because that looks like ring gear. <laughs> right. It looks like really beautiful, expensive ring gear. Is that what we're doing here? So, yeah, it was cool, man. I posted this on Twitter. There was a moment when I was uh, in the makeup area and Jade was getting makeup in one seat and Rhea was in another one. They're like seven feet apart, not talking. Uh, doing their, each obviously doing their own thing with a different makeup artist. And I'm just staring at them both like Rhea, Jade, Jade, Rhea. One day. And I'm like, no one's here to capture this moment. This is crazy. Like this was yeah. this was a wrestling fantasy for the last, you know, year that people have fantasy booked something like this. The only thing I was waiting for was for Bianca Belair to just randomly walk in to create the triple threat or like to have Charlotte walk past Jade yeah. Cargill. I mean, so it was cool seeing her there, man. Um, clearly, they are rolling out the red carpet and making this a big deal. They they announced her signing on the kickoff show. They showed the as we just played her arriving to the building. She showed up to the building just for that shot. I mean, they didn't use her in any other way. Like, this is clearly something going on. Um, and there were rumors, and there were rumors that she was going to start maybe this week that she would show up on Raw. I mean, we don't, the rumors are going to be, the rumors are, about when she's going to show up is going to continue until she showed up. It's going to be like Cody. Remember when, oh, Cody might be leaving AEW. He's working without a contract. Uh oh, now Cody's gone from AEW. Now Cody's going to show up on WWE. Is it this Raw? Is it that Raw? Is it the next one? It ended up being WrestleMania, but I think Jay Cargo is going to experience the same thing where every show, including NXT, because tomorrow's a tonight, I should say, is a loaded episode of NXT. Could this be the episode where she <laughs> shows up? We don't know. So so let's get to that, SGG. Um, I saw you at least, this is like a week ago now, you were on Twitter kind of saying who cares about it sounded to me like you were saying, who cares about the idea of these show, shows going up against each other tonight? No, no. So this is what I was responding to. Um, and a lot of conversations was happening at or happening at once. Oh, you when, don't say on social media? No way. Yeah, oh, yeah, Some were yeah. stupid? Wow. So at last week's NXT was basically when they started to load up the show, right? Carmelo announced that Cena's going to be there. Heyman announced that he was going to be there in Braun's Corner. Oscar gets announced for the show, a special announcement from Cody. Um, and this is before they even get to The Undertaker possibly showing up because his gong hits at the end of the commercial. Um, but right when they started to step on the gas for this week's episode of NXT, there were a lot of tweets, um, including the one I responded to, that expressed the sentiment of how WWE is loading up the show because they're going head-to-head -head with NXT. I mean, because they're going head-to-head -head with AEW. And this is unfair to AEW. And that is the sentiment that I was responding to, that who cares about fair or unfair? AEW is saving Edge's debut for the NXT, for the Tuesday when they're going up against NXT. There was no comments about fair or unfair because it's awesome. <laughs> it's just dope, right? So WWE responding in kind is also dope. I don't want to hear about fair or unfair. I don't care about that aspect of it. The fact that both companies see it as a priority to load up this Tuesday show 
is awesome. And that's what fans should be focused to, focused on. I don't think it's a fan's place to be concerned about if this is fair or unfair to one company or another or who's cheating and generally the motivations behind it. What we're getting is amazing. And that's what we as fans should be focused on. Like this, this head-to-head Tuesday that they're both pulling out all stops for is going to be a lot of fun tonight. So getting fans riled up about, oh, this is unfair to AEW is, was well, stupid I, oh, to I, me. Okay, so if it's specifically about fair or unfair, then I agree that it's stupid. I I, I agree with you. I, I thought, I, I took your, oh, and again, who would believe that someone would mistake someone's intention on social media, but I took it as you thinking it wasn't interesting, and I do think it's interesting um, that it's happening. Like, yeah. Just the fact that they're going so hard, and obviously, you know, WWE is in the middle of a rights deal situation too. We know the future of one show, but we don't know the future of the other shows. Um, the fact that they are stacking so hard to ensure that NXT will knock out AEW, you know, because remember, NXT is clearly the distant third show for WWE. <laughs> it is, and they're is. and they're and they're trying to take out the distant number one show for AEW. So there's at least a level of you could you can view it as sheerly a business decision, you can view it as petty, you can view it however you want it. I do find it all fun and interesting though. I mean Same. like uh, I I you know and I do think I'm I, I guarantee eyeballs will be up on both shows tonight. I would be shocked if they weren't. I think everyone will be watching more tonight. I wonder what do you think that when do you think they bring Edge out? I, I really don't know. And that's going to be the fun thing about how they sequence this, right? Because WWE pointed the big guns at AEW. They said Cena, Cody, this one, that one. And then they announced that they're going commercial free for the first half hour, which led AEW to go commercial free for their first half hour of Dynamite on TBS and also do a half hour pre-show slash kickoff show on uh, Twitter and YouTube and social media. So like everybody, like they are going hard right now. And it's just about, cause there's only one Adam Copeland appearance, right? They get it one time. And do they use that to go up against maybe the Cena segment, maybe the Undertaker segment, Cody's announcement? I don't know. Like, does it come in that commercial free half hour? Does it come at the top of the next hour? Main event? I don't know. But they need to use that appearance wisely because they've announced this Tuesday as a title Tuesday and not many titles are on the line. The big attraction, ironically, is not a title. It's Adam Copeland. And they need to use that appearance wisely because WWE has a lot, a lot of weapons that they, they're they ready to deploy uh, tomorrow. Not tomorrow night. I keep saying tomorrow night. It's tonight. <laughs> By the time you're hearing this, it'll be a couple of hours away. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. What's your plan for watching? You know, that's a that's a good question. 
I'm probably going to have NXT on the one screen and then like AEW on the computer just to try to keep track. Because I got my phone has to be ready for me to get these tweets and these takes off. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, SGG, how can you resist getting your takes off? Yeah, yeah, They're the, gonna the be... tweets and the takes, gotta, gotta, I gotta get them off. They can't, they can't wait till next week. They can't wait till the Friday something. They gotta get off uh, in real time. Um, I wonder, my other question I had about this, by the way, was if you knew that you were gonna lead into this Tuesday show and it was gonna be crazy, I wonder why they decided to do Carmelo Braun I guess they didn't want babyface versus babyface. I don't know. I feel like SUG, the huge move would have been I would have done Carmelo Dragonoff rematch tonight and just used both huge babyfaces in their corners. Like had Cody in one corner and Cena in the other. You know, something like that. Yeah. It is a little weird that it's Braun. Like that story, you know, I guess they can be competing to get another shot at Dragonoff. Yeah, there's no stakes to it. It's literally just two guys who are proven to be <laughs> at the top of their game right now, um, put in a position to deliver a bigger spot. Just a just a, just a big a big match. Um, yeah, I don't know why there's no stakes to it, uh, but it's it's mellow brawn. I think that's what they're relying on is just the fact that those two guys deliver no matter who their opponent is right because mellow Dragonoff was a banger um braun corbin was also a banger so in those two they have bangers together like that that stand and deliver match i think about when carmelo won the title um the rematch it's just it is just odd that there's no stakes and the only stakes are this person's in in their corner it's, i'm curious to see if they build it for friday though like if something if something more happens because Cena and Heyman are in their corners. Also, I, I, on the AEW side of things, I feel like SUG, if, if, if I was going to do save Edge for this night, I would have not had him appear at all since the, P PL, the, the pay-per-view until this night. I, I agree. I agree. I feel like. Why they halfway like it last week? Yeah, they made they stumbled a couple of times with Edge, I think. I think having him appear at the at the pay-per-view great use of him. But then not saving him, like they let him speak at the press conference right after and I would have saved that moment for TV, whether it's last week Dynamite or Collision or even even tonight, right? Have him speak and have a match. First promo, first match, same night. I would have saved it, um, but they didn't. So that first match is just going to really have to have to deliver. Um, I believe tomorrow we are getting the trailer for the movie that uh, we are all very, very excited about. The Iron Claw. Yeah, baby. I think the trailer's tomorrow, right? I think they had a they put out a so. thing promoting I I a post. They put out a thing promoting the trailer. And, uh, man, I am psyched to see this trailer. I have high expectations, high pressure. You know, I adore this, this story. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible story in many ways, but I really, I, I, I adore the complexity and the sort of wrestlingness that exists around the Von Erics, not the tragedy, but the eighties and the, 
sort of these pop star kids and their dad. Like there's just so much there, even before you get to the drama and tragedy of, of it all. So super excited. I'm sure SGG and I and everyone will be resharing that trailer when it drops tomorrow. That's going to be a really, really cool. I mean, unless it's ass for some reason. If you see us go silent. <laughs> right. Then we can't just then you know something wasn't right. Have, we 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 give you the best of the best wrestling content. So we're not gonna just if it's ass, you won't see it from us. But you'll see it, but yeah. it won't be from us. That's exactly right. Um we we have a Friday program. I, I've been told that Dipperstein is gonna be here. I, I I gotta tell you guys something, okay? Before we put a bow on this thing. This guy and his traveling, it just doesn't add up. Like for how professional and together Dip is, like, you've been to Dipper Lago. I have. The man beautiful lives place. in a beautiful, very organized home. Yeah. Like, you get there. I would say Dip has about as clean and sort of well put together a home as you'll see. At least with a young person, especially at a single man. Forget yeah. it. Everything's where it's supposed to be. Everything's in order. Everything's nice. Perfectly His, curated. Curated. Be- the art's beautiful. From a business standpoint, I can tell you firsthand, he's not late for calls. He's not late for meetings. He comes in prepared. You know, even when it's something with me where we schedule a conversation, he's done the, the work. He's ready to go. Everything's organized with this guy. Why is it that traveling, I get a, a text yesterday <laughs> Yo, I might be staying with you Wednesday. Like, what? what is this? And, and of course, I said, of course, gladly. This, this room is yours, of course. But, I mean, can I, I can't get a week? I was like, we're going, to the, we're going to the summer home this weekend. We're not even going to be here all week. What are you, what's going on? He's like, even better, even better. Yeah, which, by the way, knock yourself out, stay here. But I just, I, I he's just crazy. I can't operate there. I need to have. And listen, Natalie is much closer to dip in that way. She can just move around. Although the way they handle traveling, not similar at all. But in terms of the ability to just jump on a flight last minute, Natalie is much more in that place than I am. I need to have, bro, I'm the kind of person. Oh, and by the way, speaking of which, Troy lost his wallet this week. Oh, yes. Is there any update? Did we find it? No. It's, it's a gone. Gone. It was in Boston. There's no way any Boston citizens returning that to me. No, I I left the um I left the iPad on the plane. Oh God, yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And by the way, it makes no sense that it's hard to get. I had messaged them within 90 minutes of doing it. Like, and and by the way, it's not like I thought it was there. There's only one place it would be. It's sitting in the thing in front of my seat. Like, it's there. Just right. go get you, it. You clean out the plane. You got the iPad. You're going to have it. Now, <laughs> I I actually don't doubt that I'll get it back at some point. But, like, what is this process going to be? Like, why is this so hard? Yeah. It's, it's, what, it's United. Mm, can't help you there. I filled out the thing. They don't have an update for me yet. But, like, I, I did the whole process immediately. And it's still just annoying. On the yeah. uh, subject of travel, I need a place to stay in New York uh, before the UFC event. Is uh, Peter Lago available for me uh, since I'm giving you a month's uh, notice? Or oh boy, hold on, hold on. What's the date you're talking about now? 
November 11th <laughs> is the fight. So, you know, maybe like November 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, or just 9th, 10th, 11th, 10th, 11th. If you what get him to commit on the show, it's locked in. What is this face? Tell me what this face connotes to you when I make it. You tell me really. Let me go like this. Maybe? Is this, that's not a no. That's like a maybe. <laughs> that's like a, I want to say no. That's a, it's not a no. It's a, I want it, to say It's like no. I wish I had a reason to say no. Like I wish I had a concrete. <laughs> right. I'm not going to be in town. Uh, family is coming. Yeah. I need a good excuse. What Eighth, that face is. Listen, here, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. If you had said, I'm going to be there the 11th, I, I think that's a good conversation to have. Okay. <laughs> 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, that's not a conversation to be had. Now, I'm telling you the honest to God's truth. If I had Dipper Lago, 100%, not even a hesitation. The level SGG's been you haven't been here right before Troy, right? No. SGG can speak to this. The level to which we're sharing a space. SGG, speak on my behalf, will you? Yeah, I mean, because let's be real, you're not getting the bed, like you're getting the couch. That's the first thing. No, no, he'd get he'd get the the guest room. But the thing is, even in getting the guest room, you get the studio, though. That's the also the studio. It's I'm out of my studio. And we have a one bathroom and like it's an apartment. There's no place to hang out. Like we that means you are just up in our ish for four days. Dip beyond being brother Jace, literally comes, stays out all day, comes home, goes to sleep. He's a tiny waif of a man. Yeah, I mean, Dip is almost even not a guest. <laughs> it, you're like having Hulk Hogan stay here minus the racism. You're like having Hulk Hogan stay here relative to Dip. So I would say, I would say, Troy, I feel comfortable saying that you and I are good one night friends. Okay. One four, night. Four night is. <laughs> I mean, if, if SGG do you, do you have any four night friends? I don't think I'm a four night friend either. I, I honestly dip. I'll tell you this too. Even dip who is in the four night friend category. It's not an excited four night. It's right. a. <sighs> But Dip is a four-night friend because Dip is a 10 hours over four nights. Yeah, friend. oh, tops. And, and you know, Dip and I are probably dead even in the amount that we've stayed at each other's places, too. Like, I'm going to his place and staying for days at a time. Right. With my own bedroom. You've been in the bedroom before, haven't you, Troy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a year ago today. How long How long did you stand to stay at Dipper Lago? <laughs> a today. Happy anniversary. I think it was four or five nights. Happy, anniversary. Happy Dipper Lago Happy anniversary. Happy Dipper anniversary. Wait, wait, wait. How long did you stay there? Four or five nights. Four or five nights. Yeah. Wow. It was mage. That's really, I got to tell got you. Got the full dip experience. The whole Saturday night, falling asleep on the couch, watching 1990s wrestling. Wow. You got wow. the whole thing. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Incredible. The drool. The drool. <laughs> By the way, we should we should we should give this away as a prize package. <laughs> You're staying at Dipper Lago? <laughs> Two nights stay at Dipper Lago. The oh, that would experience. be mage. Now, 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 in all seriousness, Troy, what what else will you do in New York? You have other people to stay with? Yeah, I've got other people to stay with, but uh, I'm not sure how receptive they are to me. I don't know. I, f- I feel like I feel like imposing on you the, the <laughs> yeah. most. Uh, you feel- but you know, I'd be gone in. Uh, 
I'd be at Spotify office all day. I'd be at all the UFC fight coverage. I don't watch TV, so I certainly wouldn't be all up in your ish, taking up your space. The only thing I'd be likely to do is read on the couch. Oh, I mean, who wants someone that's reading on it. their who wants someone reading on their couch though, Troy? I mean, that's yeah. He does how, sound like a better guest than me, though. P. I gotta say, oh, he didn't yeah, no. say he didn't mention the fridge at all. <laughs> well, he doesn't eat any food. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I'm. I'll, I'll bring all my oatmeal. And protein powder, and I'm good to go. You don't need to feed me anything. I, I I have to tell you, I think I'm at a stage in my life, and don't get me wrong, I'm not going to do this either, but I'd consider it. I, I think I'm more at a stage in life where I would sooner buy someone a hotel room than have them come stay in my house for four days. <laughs> uh, Natalie just said, calm down. So maybe you're in. Wow. Oh, uh, hi, Rocky. Come say hello. Look, was she telling Rocky to calm down? <laughs> Get their opinion. Their opinion matters too. Bear and Rocky. What, what do you guys think? Four nights? Bear, Bear, Rocky, would you want Troy to come stay here for like four nights? Rocky, Rocky's the one you really want to talk to, honestly. Bear's looking. Yeah, Rocky will bite the shit out of you. Let's just be clear. All right, listen, <laughs> yeah, we got to go. We'll, we'll figure this out Rocky's later. Approval. Um, I'm going to send a text over to Ariel Helwani. I think he has availability that weekend. <laughs> just a hop, <laughs> skip, and a jump from the city. Um, oh, everyone's same have, age. Like- shared custody of Troy that weekend (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back we'll be back with a Friday episode uh, hopefully with a special guest rosenbergbeats at gmail.com your email address Troy thank you in advance for whatever you're going to piece together with today's episode and uh, we appreciate you guys we'll see on the discord enjoy the Tuesday night wars oh yeah enjoy yourself too Bret Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Midge.